This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right. Happy Monday, everybody. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. As always, we appreciate it very much. Sean from Extreme Automotive joining us now. Sean, how are you, sir? Appreciate it. Doing well, John. How about yourself? Always a joy, by the way, and things are heating up. All right, before we get going, question of the day. You may know the answer. Those of you that are listening, answer this on the RushToReason.com website. Which ancient civilization is credited with the invention of the world's first known writing system? Any idea, Sean? Not a clue. I wouldn't get this (laughs) one either. I have a hard time writing myself, so good luck on that one. (laughs) I can fix cars, but I can't write. Okay, so speaking of fixing cars, it finally uh, has gotten hot. Summer has arrived. Looking at my thermometer here, it's 97 degrees here at the station, and cars break when it gets hot. They do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot lot of overheating. We're getting, uh, getting a lot of calls about that today for sure. I can only imagine. All right, so first things first. How far out are you if somebody needs something done? Well, I mean, technically, John, I'm about a week and a half out. But you know what? That's pretty fluid. Um, And if it's an emergency, something like that, you know, give us a call. We can probably squeeze you in. I've got enough people fully staffed now, thankfully. Um, Awesome. And and so, yeah, I mean, we, we can usually work with you. Okay. I had an article today. That I was, I went over this before on Drive Radio, but I was going to squeeze this in really quick. And it's going around, and it was in the Denver Post over the weekend. A listener actually sent this to me. Why auto repairs have become so expensive. And, Sean, I could talk for probably the next hour on why that's the case. And the reality is, no, this isn't the 60s and 70s any longer. You can't get yeah. your car fixed for what you used to be even five years ago. Uh, The expenses for you guys, and I coach shops, so I know this firsthand, your expenses have gone up, uh, you know, substantially in the last several years. The cost of labor, of course, has continued to rise. The reality is, yes, it's more expensive now than ever to get your car fixed. Yeah, I mean, and and the number of fronts, obviously. You know, everybody's paying more at the gas pump, which means I'm paying more for anything that's made with petroleum. Correct, correct. Gaskets, oils, lubricants, anything like that. Parts are becoming less and less uh, available, so you're having to pay more for the ones you can get. That's right. If you're wanting high quality, and and by the way, I think that's across the board, but especially the high quality end of it, yes, it's getting more and more expensive. Absolutely. And then, obviously, uh, there's a labor shortage, Um, and and our field has been hit pretty hard with that. Yes, it has. Um, I I did lose a gentleman a couple months ago to another field. He just wanted to change fields, and and it's taken me almost two months to find the right person. I could have filled the spot, but it took me a while to get the right person. No, it takes you you have Um, to have the right person to fit into the culture, the team, the knowledge. I mean, Sean, I know that 
you know, again, not not you know, not trying to say that I'm anywhere, any way, shape, or form ahead of you guys, but you know, been around that world my whole life. And you have to find the right team member. Literally, yeah. that's what it is. It's not an employee; it's a team member to fit everything you have going on. Yeah, and they have to they have to agree to and and know your values as a company. Correct. That we take care of our customers. Something messes up, we take care of it. We don't ever lie. We're transparent. All those things. You need to make sure you get the right person. And also, we don't have just parts replacers here. We have people that actually diagnose vehicles. So, yes, labor has gone up because you have to have people that can actually diagnose vehicles nowadays. That's right. That's exactly right. No, uh, well well said. Okay. Knowing that, I was talking to my son today earlier who will be joining us at about 4.30, and we were talking briefly about how soon it is until school starts. Three weeks away, Sean. So for folks that maybe summer has snuck up on them and they're thinking, (laughs) gosh, I've got a certain amount of things i got to get done before the school season starts, Mm -hmm. they're running out of time. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, it's always good to get your car checked before if you got carpools you're running kids to. Yep. The sports are kicking in here again soon, and you also have, if you're like me, you have kids going to college, and, you know, they got those long trips sometimes, so definitely want to make sure that your vehicles can ready for that. And I'll speak for Sean here for a moment, folks. I know he said that if it's an emergency, he can squeeze you in, but he's about a week and a half behind. When it comes to regular routine maintenance, it's not an emergency where you can plan for those things. Given that we're a week and a half out and school starts in about three weeks and college is even sooner than that, Sean, I would tell people if that's them and it's not a crisis, they need to call you now to get on the books. Yes, get on the books now. Save your spot before and we can it, it'll be more convenient for you obviously we can do it on your schedule that's right so again Sean appreciate you as always uh, any Likewise. specials i need to mention you guys have going on right now uh, i've got an ac special where we're evac and recharge and check in uh, for 180 okay. uh, dollars and that that's up that's up to 2 pounds of r134 the new Perfect. stuff's a little bit more but yeah that's our uh, that's our special right now okay awesome Sean as always folks the number 303 841 1071. And those of you maybe that are even traveling through town, and Sean, I've been sending a lot of people through you that are to you that are even just traveling through that may have a yeah. problem. Those of you traveling that have an issue as well that may be listening to us for the first time, Extreme is our place. Parker, uh, not that far south of town, by the way, so you need something, that's the place to go. And if you're driving and you forget any of that, just go to klzradio.com, rushtoreason.com, drive-radio.com. Sean, you name it, they can find you. And that is Golden Eagle Financial. Real quick, I'll mention uh, Al before we run his ad. Anything you need when it comes to making sure you're prepared financially for the future, Al's your guy. Don't forget to listen on Wednesdays between 2 and 2.30. And again, you can find Al at klzradio.com, just like Extreme Auto Repair. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care, sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. 
Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado. And again, anything you need when it comes to your roofing needs, uh, that is the place to go. And and, uh, again, Dave Hart, a good friend of mine, he would love to take care of you. Anything you have going on, uh, again, let him know. He'll walk you through whatever is happening when it comes to your roof, what needs done, how you need to plan for things and so on. And he'll help help walk you through even an entire claim if that's needed. And he'll work with your insurance company as well. 303-710-6916 or find him at RushToReason.com. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you are looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And some of you may or may not have watched the uh, Tucker Carlson I guess you could call it a debate, or he had the majority of the Republican presidential candidates on stage and, you know, went through and asked different questions and so on. I have not watched each and every interview or each and every Q&A with those individuals. I've watched some of the highlights, and some of you have sent me some of the highlights as well. And Andy and I, even before the show today, were talking about some of those things. And again, I did not watch the entire thing. I do other things over the weekend, as you all know, including two shows on Saturday. And frankly, I don't do a lot on Sundays besides my own thing. Not much to do with the program, as you can imagine. So I didn't watch a lot of this. Now, I did watch a few things this morning early, and this was him uh, speaking. You know, Tucker Carlson was speaking at the Turning Point Action Conference, or Turning Point USA, and talked about some of the Findings, I guess you could say, that he had in regards to that particular event, his event. And I have my own thoughts on some of the candidates, as you all know. And some of them, frankly, shouldn't be running. They should just pull their name and be done with it. But that's a whole other conversation probably for another day. Even Andy and I might discuss some of that tomorrow. But in particular, there was a conversation Tucker had that he talked about at Turning Point whereby a particular candidate, and I believe he's talking about Mike Pence, because he's the most Christian known, probably the best way for me to say that, of all the candidates right now. And essentially, Tucker 
brought up the fact that in Ukraine right now, there are certain monasteries and convents and other Catholic establishments, churches, whereby nuns and priests are being hauled off and thrown into jail. And I did not see the entire interview, so I'm only going off of what Tucker said. But according to Tucker, this particular candidate basically said, well, they don't believe the way they should. And Tucker said the same thing I would. Excuse me? What? How is that an excuse to haul somebody that's quote-unquote a Christian off to jail because they're not thinking the way they should? This is not how freedom works, as we all know, in this country. And as Andy and I were talking earlier, this is my whole problem with the war going on right now. Russia is not perfect, not by any stretch of the imagination. Frankly, never has been, as far as I'm concerned. You can't trust Putin as far as you can throw him. That's a conversation in and of itself. On the same token, Ukraine's not innocent. They're not choir boys either. And... Knowing what I just said is happening even furthers my belief that they're not perfect either. Was it right for Russia to invade? No. Is it right for Ukraine to be doing what it's doing in a lot of cases? No, it is not. Not not, not anywhere as close. Yet as a country, we, the United States of America, continues to pour billions of dollars into the fight against Russia. And... I, there's times I even have to ask myself, for what? What, what? what are we? What are we gaining in this? Keep in mind, Ukraine was not a democracy prior to this. So when people talk about, well, we have to fight for democracy, well, it didn't exist prior. What makes us think it's going to happen after? That's if they win the war. That's if they beat Russia. Now, with our help, they most likely will. Anyways, this particular conversation that Tucker and Pence had didn't go so well. In fact, I did see excerpts of that to where even Tucker was asking Mike about the whole war in and of itself. And frankly, Pence's point was, you know, Tucker said something to the effect of, why are we supporting, you know, you know, sending tens of billions of dollars and sending support to Ukraine when we've got cities in the U.S. burning down? And Mike's answer back was, that's not my problem. Now, I'm not sure Mike meant it that way, but that's exactly the way it came across. Wrong answer, Mike, by the way. And, and again, he's a weak candidate and needs to just step out anyways. That's my opinion. As you guys all know, probably because of COVID in and of itself, I'm not a huge Mike Pence fan. N- not any stretch of the imagination. If you are, more power to you. I'm not. I think Mike's a nice guy. I, I think he's sincere. But I think there's times he's sincerely wrong, which there's a lot of sincere people that are sincerely wrong, and he happens to be one of those right now. Now, I think there's other candidates that fit that same description. I don't think DeSantis, by the way, did very well in the quote-unquote debates that were held. I, he just isn't strong enough right now. He, he needs some lessons on what he needs to do to have better answers, which, by the way, Vivek is coming on the strongest, which I talked about a week, two, three, four ago. And I think Vivek is a guy that you need to really keep your eye on because if he continues to go the direction that he's headed, he, he's liable to be a real standout and might be Donald Trump's biggest competitor. Now, is Donald Trump still trending well among his own? Yes, he is. He is. How will that go moving forward? I still think Donald Trump struggles with the middle. Get out of the party. 
And mate, that's not even the right way to say it. Get out of the hardcore of the party, and Donald Trump falls flat on his face. Even more, I, I hate using this term moderate Republicans because I, I don't like that term, but get away from some of those that aren't so um, a cheerleader of Donald Trump. Maybe that's a better way to say it. Th- those that are not in the cheer squad struggle with Donald Trump. You've heard Bob Duco even talk about it among me, Neil, and Roger, that Bob's probably the biggest fan of Donald Trump, and even he struggles with a lot of the things that he does. And I'm probably the second to Bob in support of Donald Trump, and Neil and Roger, probably Roger is third, and Neil would be last in, in, the, in the National Crawford Roundtable end of things. And I'm speaking for them, which I shouldn't do, but I think I'm pretty fair in stating it that way. You know, Bob and I are probably closer in line with one another when it comes to Trump, although Bob is more fervent for Trump than I am. Trump's got a lot to get handled before he would be my guy on our side. Now, if he's our guy on my side, on our side, am I voting for him? And does he have my support? Absolutely. I just don't want him to be. I want someone else that I think has a better chance of beating the middle or winning the middle and beating the other side. And who is that right now? I, I don't. And I've told you before, I personally right now, it's not DeSantis either. He's struggling in a lot of areas. And I know that probably would be a shock to some of you because some of you think that I've been his fanboy all along. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a fanboy of anybody. In fact, I will go as far as to say when it comes to politics in general, I'm not a fanboy ever. I know enough about these politicians and I've interviewed enough of them and I talked to enough of them that with, with but just a few exceptions, they're dumb as rocks. I'm sorry. I just got to say it for what it is. Most of them are dumb as rocks. They know how to campaign. They know how to get elected. They know how to put people around them that will allow them to do so. But when it comes to actual common sense and how to solve problems, most of them are dumb as rocks. Yes, I said that. That includes our side. A lot on the other side. Even some on our side. Now, there are the exceptions to that. There are the, you know, Rand Pauls and and others like him that are extremely, extremely sharp, that really get it, that understand what's going on and really can defend their positions well. Then there's a lot of politicians, even on our side, that can do nothing but restate talking points that, frankly, don't can't think much through a whole problem-solving process. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just being frank, folks. That's why I'm not a fanboy of politicians in general. Most of them are in it for one reason only. They're politicians. Even Tucker talked about that at the Turning Point Conference about what most politicians, including ours on the right, do when they go to Washington. Look out for themselves, by the way. Some don't even look out for their constituents. They're looking out for themselves. And that is true on both sides of the aisle. Does that mean I'm against our side? No, I want our side to start winning. But I also know that if you don't start meeting people where they need to be met at, your constituents, and you don't start helping them, you're not going to win. That's the, that's the problem our side has, by the way. We're great at some of the talking points, but we're not great at helping those individuals vote for us. And I don't think you have to be squishy to make that happen. I think you can stand your ground very well 
and still get votes. You can take a stand against all of the things we hold dear, from the right to life to how we're screwing up kids with transgenderism to the public education system in general to the Second Amendment to the First Amendment to on down the line we go. I feel you can be very strong in every one of those areas, but depending upon how you answer certain questions has a lot to do with how electable you are. And we have not figured that out yet on our side. You hear me talk about that a lot on this program. I want to win. And unfortunately, I think we as Republicans, conservatives, have forgot how to. In fact, I'll go as far as to say, and I think Andy would agree with me, we love losing. We really do. We love losing. We almost revel in it. It's almost like our badge of honor. Well, we lost another one. And I don't understand why that is. I just don't get it. You would think that we would want to win and win like no other and fight to win, but rather we fight to lose. Somebody texted in and said, I don't know if these politicians are dumb or just plain evil. You know, you might have me there. Actually, you you might have me there. You may be right. You may be very correct in they're not dumb. They're just plain evil. Yeah, I think there's some of them that fit that description very well, even on our side. Now, I also have met some of these people. I can say that because I've met some people. And I will tell you that I've met some individual politicians that when you get them out of the limelight, they are dumb as rocks. I'm sorry to say they are. They are. Yes, they can, as Tucker said, they can have the small talk over coffee. They can act like they care for you. They can answer the right questions in certain settings. But when it comes to problem solving, critical thinking, and being able to handle things that come their way, no, they can't. Plain and simple, they just can't. And I'm sorry to say that because that pains me, honestly, to say that. I wish that weren't the case, but it in fact is. That's what we, as far as I'm concerned, on our side have to change. Now, we had a big change back in 2016 with Donald Trump, and Tucker even talks about this in his speech to Turning Point over the weekend. There was a big change, and you would have thought that our party would have woken up to the fact that there was a big change that came through in 2016 in those following four years. They must not have paid attention because they missed all of it, frankly. They literally missed it all. Did not pay any attention to what happened in 2016. And I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I don't have any more words other than they need to figure out what's going on. They really do because they are off base. Joe, I'll get you in here before the bottom of the hour. Go ahead, sir. John, just real quick, on the topic of problem solving, I think the problem is we have too many lawyers in, uh, in Congress. Lawyers are trained, to, we need more engineers. Uh, lawyers are trained to argue. Engineers are, tra- are trained to solve problems. I think if we had more engineers and fewer lawyers, we'd get a lot more problems solved. You know, I, I won't argue that at all. You know, business owners, uh, engineers, problem solvers, you know, critical thinking type people. Almost makes you want to have a politician take a test to figure out if they have those skills before you elect them. Yeah, and think about it. Lawyers are trained are trained to argue. Engineers and and guys like you and I, we're, we're here to we're to, here to solve problems. We're here to solve problems. And I know you got a guest coming up. No, you, you know, you, Joe. I used to have you know, you'd get a customer where there was a 
different you know type of a problem. Maybe it was a tough, a difficult problem to solve. And of course, on a vehicle, you know, people always under you know, they never have understood why you can't just plug in a device and figure out what's wrong with the car. It's never that simple. Sometimes it is, but Joe, you and I both know that it's it's generally not the case. And they would give you this look like you know, do you not want to solve my problem? And they'd yell and they'd scream and they'd holler and blah blah blah. But again, to your point, you wouldn't sit there and argue with them. You would finally just say, "Do you want me to fix your problem or not?" Right. And by the way, and simple solution. You know, complicated problems rarely have simple solutions. That's like right. Simple, simple solutions generally make bigger problems. That's right. That's exactly right. But you so, know, to, to your point, I I'm sorry, and and I as I said a moment ago, Joe, it pains me to say this, but I don't feel like on either side of the aisle, ours included, we have very many of those. No, we don't. Uh, you know, we, we need to, we need some more Rand Pauls and guys like that. Yep. But uh, Jim Jordan's Rand Paul, we just don't have enough of them. You got it. All right, John. I know you got to get Joe. Some thanks. Up. No, I appreciate it very much. And yeah, I'm sorry, folks. I had to start with that just because of what happened over the weekend with Tucker and some of the debate that went on and so on. And we got to get after it. I have no other way to say it. We have to get after it. I know Andy and I will talk more about that tomorrow, and I may through the rest of this program off and on as well. High Five Plumbing is next. Anything you need when it comes to High Five, they are your plumbing experts. Anything, and by the way, problem solvers as well. Anything you need, give High Five a call, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued KLZ listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. Setbacks, resolve, no need to worry at all. I'll call High Five for this. Call High Five for this. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner and wants to make sure that you leave things well entrusted to others that you leave behind. In other words, do it the way you want it done, not the way the state or someone else may want it done. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Find him at klzradio.com. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the Mobile Estate Planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com estate. 
a working business will be worth much more than the sum of its assets. You may think your equipment is worth some money, but you're probably wrong. Investors don't want to buy used equipment. They want to buy a working business. Selling a business that is operating smoothly will garner a much higher price than trying to auction off assets individually. A successful, profitable business should be able to keep operating long after you retire. John Rush can get you there in two years. He's done it with other clients. Get started now. Email john at rushtoreason.com. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Appreciate you all joining us. And I was going to play a clip. If I can, after this next interview, I will do my best, and that is uh, Kamala Harris on, and I don't think she slipped. There's some folks out there saying, oh, that's not really what she meant to say, but she literally inserts depopulation that word, that term, into a speech. And if I have time, I'll, I'll do my best to, to play that. But, uh, folks, I, again, I don't think that was a mistake. That was exactly what was intended because I know that's what she's being told to say. And I think in this case, I believe she actually believes that as well. So I don't think these things are a slip of the tongue. I do, in fact, believe that they are put in on purpose. And if I get time throughout the program today... I will. Uh, I'll play that. Uh, Janice Daniels joining us now. Janice, welcome. How are you? I'm very well, John. Thank you so much. No, thank you for joining us. I know we had some last minute changes on on you guys' end and my end, and I appreciate you filling in for somebody that couldn't make it last minute. You're with the John Birch Society, the New American as well. Talk to us about digital currency and how that may threaten the Second Amendment. Well, digital currency, the way it's being um, laid out, is dangerous to more than just the Second Amendment, uh, because this is a honest-to-God world grab for in control over everything that we do, everything that we buy, everything that we sell. Um, and in fact, the, the, the problem is that I see is that, in fact, the good guys in the legislature and the good guys in the media are actually using the buzzwords of Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the left, uh, talking about democracies. This is a republic. America is That's a republic. Right. That's right. As far as I'm concerned, the solution to be found is in understanding the republic. Uh, but they want to talk about the democracies. They want to talk about stakeholders rather than shareholders uh, or stockholders. Now, Stakeholders is a Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum word uh, in that a stakeholder is the peoples of the world. So in other words, companies are supposed to uh, share their technologies, their assets, their profits with the peoples of the world. But of course, if they suffer losses, the peoples of the world don't share their losses with them. You know, it's like, right. sorry to be you kind right. of a situation. Right. So it's all communism. Communism is just so wonderful, isn't it? <laughs> If it was so wonderful, you'd think it would have worked by now, but it never will, as you know. It never will. And, and, I, and by the way, Janice, I really appreciate there's very few times I get guests on that understand, literally, I, I feel this, they understand the difference between democracy and a republic. And I'm so tired of even our side as conservatives, politicians even, using that term democracy. We are not, nor do we want to be a democracy. 
That is absolutely true, and I've been saying that for so long that I get tired of hearing myself say Me it, too. Actually, Me too. It's so true, and yet I do believe that we are winning, because even though the majority of people are still out there enjoying their barbecues and their baseball games, etc., right. raising their kids, etc., I think that there's a growing number of intelligent people that are grasping the concepts of the republic and they're saying wait a minute guys how about if you do your delegated authority as outlined in the constitution rather than worrying about our digital currency often the you know, the pie in the sky kind of issues that they mm-hmm. all seem to want to worry about just worry about your delegated authorities you know, yep. like as enumerated in the Constitution. But I will say that the Second Amendment has been confirmed by the U.S. Supreme Court now for quite a number of years. In 2008, there was a, a case called District of Columbia versus Heller, and that's where the Supreme Court held that the Second Amendment secures the right to possess a handgun inside your home. And then in 2010, there was another case, McDonald versus Chicago, where that used that right to apply to state and local governments, and then the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Braun just a couple yep. weeks ago That's right. secured the right that, that that the right of the people to keep and bear arms extends even outside of the house. Basically at so all times I, is what they're really saying. I'm yeah. paraphrasing, Janice, but that's essentially what that ruling said. You're able to protect yourself, bear arms at all times. That's a fundamental right. That is a fundamental It's a God-given right, right as far as I'm concerned. You're absolutely right. And as far as I'm concerned, there is going to be a one-world government. It's going to be led by Jesus Christ. Yep. And these maniacs in this world that are trying to control the world, they're up, I think, for a sorry fight in America. We're just not going to give up our life, our liberty, our pursuit of happiness very easily. I have felt, and I want to get your opinion on this, but I have felt like this push towards digital currency a, has been going on for quite some time, and I feel like the good old IRS is the main leader and proponent behind that because they know they can't track as many things as they can now as they could if everything was digitized. So for me personally, Janice, I feel like it's more, and I realize there's others pushing as well. It's not just them, but I really feel like they're one of the main drivers of this. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm thinking the Federal Reserve Board, uh, which absolutely, uh, they they gained control that they never should have been given. Congress abdicated their authority to the Federal Reserve. I think they and the IRS want to control the money supply for exactly the reason that you're saying. And I'll tell you right now, that's why today I tend to use cash because I'm going to... As an individual, sovereign person, I'm going to manage my own purchases, and nobody is going to know what I'm buying. Correct. The only way you can do that is with cash, and that's why I pray that we never give up our freedom to transact in some form of currency that is private, untraceable. I mean, you know, really, the, the government should not be able to control our lives to that extent. I agree. And, and I keep saying, Janice, as long as there's individuals like you and myself that continue to use cash, now I will be the first to say, do I use it for every single thing I purchase? No. Uh, but there are lots of things that I still use it for, and I'm one of those that still carries it. And I said this the other day, as long as I can take a Benjamin and travel the world and spend it, which right now I can, they're going to have a hard time digitizing it. 
That's exactly right. And as long as the Supreme Court of the United States of America continues to affirm the Second Amendment for what it means, it means what it says, the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yep. uh, And then we are going to be just fine as far as I'm concerned. You're right. I like spending cash and I'm going to continue to do so. Janice, as always, thank you very much for joining us. And how can folks find you, by the way, Janice, before I let you go? A lot of my articles are published at michiganconservativeunion.org. That's okay. michiganconservativeunion.org. In fact, I have a three-part expose on uh, Vivek Ramaswamy that I would like you to read. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, I will do I, that. I, that's the best way. That's the best way to get a hold of me. I will do that. Thank you, by the way, for that, and I will definitely read that. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you so you much. You bet, Janice. Good Appreciate it very much. Have a great rest of your day, Jim in Denver. You're next. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, I just heard your conversation with Janice. I can't disagree with uh, that. I like cash myself, but I do foresee the uh, nation when they do go digital, they're going to, I believe, do. Partial confiscations, they'll call them buyback programs, and I think they're going to scrape a lot of uh, guns um, out of society, especially out of the cities, and they'll do it by giving uh, triple or quadruple uh, credits on the digital currencies at Christmas time or holiday time. Yeah, I can see. I I, I can't disagree with that, Jim. I can see them. I could see them doing that, although... I, I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it this way. Only the stupid people will take that offer. Well, okay, and, and, and unfortunately... You broke up, Jim. Come back and say that again, if you would. Ah, say that again. I, I, you I you broke up. Go ahead. Say that again. Go ahead. I would say that the wives and the girlfriends, when the uh, husbands are not uh, cutting the uh, family responsibilities, are going to be the first to turn in their, uh, their husbands' guns when it comes time to... Uh, economic crises when they need to feed their families and buy Christmas presents and, and do things such as that. I think it's they're going to triple and quadruple the credits at certain times of the year. That, that, I, that I couldn't argue with. I, I think you could see them doing that. And you may be right with certain wives and girlfriends, although, Jim, I know a lot where they would be just as hard-pressed to give something up as their husbands or boyfriends would. So, they, again, there'll be a select few dumb ones that will that will go, I mean, just like there was in Australia and other places that have done this. There'll be some dumb ones that do, although in this country, I don't see that being as prevalent as other countries. Not right now. I, 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 I do agree with you, especially right now, but I think they're going to use this to severely thin the number of weapons uh, in they're they're going to try no no doubt about that they will try you're 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 correct on that they will do their best on that by all means yes i think they'll call it voluntary buybacks yep and 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 by the way there's been some as you know there's been some cities and some other places around the u.s that have tried that problem is it doesn't work and the other thing that, that typically happens and this is where people are much smarter than we give them credit for jim they'll bring things in that have really no value some old gun that needs a Correct. ton of work to even make it fire again they'll bring those things yeah. in for the credit and the stupid people accepting them have no idea what they just took well they just melt them down and count the number as a success Correct. As a successful government Correct. program. Correct. And they'll probably do the same, you know. So And, and I, I, now I could see individuals where it's like, wait a minute, this is a gun that really has 
no value. At best, it might be worth 150 bucks or so. Uh, okay, yeah, if they're giving triple the amount and I can end up with this much, quote-unquote, currency when it's all said and done, sure, I'll go walk that down and turn it in. Now, personally, Jim, I'm not doing that ever because I don't want them having my name and knowing what I have, period. So I'm not doing that no matter what well, happens. Plus, you know, you don't, you, you, the government's going to write down the serial numbers and trace them back to you in that digital currency and have you buy the short hairs. A lot of these guns are going to be stolen. A lot of these guns yep. are going to be uh, taken off the market. It's, it's like when you get the criminal. You tell the, uh, the criminals that they uh, won the lottery, and they go in to uh, accept the lottery, and there's a room full of cops. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's a, I, I, I saw that video the other day. I'd forgotten about that, and what a great video, Jim. Well, I didn't see the video. I'm just remembering. Oh, there's the a great video on that. It actually it's it's it. out floating around right? on on YouTube. You can actually go go YouTube that and find the very video that you're talking about. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, I, I'll look it up. Tonight. You need to look it up. It Y'all is have hilarious. A, have a wonderful night. I'll do it, uh, Jim. Thanks, as I appreciate it very much. And and yeah, and we've talked about this in the past. And and I I appreciate you know Janice's. Uh, uh, you know, Janice being honest, I, I, like her, feel like if we continue to do some of the things that we're doing, some of this will, will it come at some point? Yeah, Scripture's very clear that, yeah, most likely it will. Can we push this off? Yes, we absolutely can. There's a lot of you out there listening even that think that, you know, there's, there's a, an end to the dollar as soon as BRICS gets really ramped up, which it already is, and it hasn't affected the dollar at all. But, you know, there's po- folks out there talking about how when BRICS gets started, you know, it'll devalue the U.S. dollar and blah, blah, blah. And no, I don't believe any of that is the case. Some of you believe or have even sent me articles on, well, crypto's the next big thing, and crypto's, once it becomes more of a tradable security, uh, you know, it's going to go ahead and replace the dollar. N- no. There's so much risk in crypto that, no, I don't see that happening either. And I'm just not a crypto fan. I know a lot of folks out there listening are. I'm not one of them. I have a teeny bit of Bitcoin that I've dinked around with over the years just to kind of see what it does. And if I were to put a ton of money into that, a lot of you listening have over the years, uh, most of it's gone away. You know, half of its value in the last few years has gone away. So I am not a believer in, in the in the cryptocurrency end of things at all. I know a lot of folks out there are, and a lot of folks have done very well. Uh, I'm a hard asset guy. I like cash. I like real estate. I like the tangibles, businesses and, and the like. I like those ways of making money. I'm not a huge crypto guy. Do I have a fear the dollar is going to collapse tomorrow? No, I'm not that guy. I know there's a lot of folks out there that are very worried about that. Problem is... Most of you are listening to the wrong people. I'm sorry. I'll just say it for what it is. You're listening to the wrong people. If you're listening, by the way, to a precious metal individual tell you that the dollar is going to collapse tomorrow, stop listening. Stop listening. Now, does that mean that precious metals aren't worth investing in? I didn't say that. What I said was stop listening to those guys tell you the dollar is going away tomorrow. If you just don't want to buy gold and silver for whatever reason, more power to you. I'm not that guy either, by the way, but if that's something that suits each and every one of you, then go buy it. But I'm not that guy, and I don't listen to those guys. In fact, I do my best to not listen to them because they're just naysayers. They sell their product because you're fearful of the dollar. That's how they sell on fear. I don't like that. I don't like individuals that sell based on fear. I like 
companies and individuals that sell based on facts. And in some cases, a passion for an item, and, and I get that, but basically facts. Here's what the product will do for you. It can sell itself. I don't have to sell it. It will. It's a good deal. It has promise. It will help your life. It'll improve your life. On and on we go. I like folks that sell based on that, not because they're selling off of fear that the dollar will collapse tomorrow. More on that in a moment. We'll come right back. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is next. On hot days like now, the Quiet Cool system is your ticket. It'll cool things down at night, save you money during the day. Ask how that works for your home and find them at klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, up next, KNR Home Transitions. Don't forget to ask about the re-up program that uh, will help you when it comes to selling a home that needs to be remodeled. It's a way for you to reap in the benefits of all of that, including the sale. 720-437-8210. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. K&R Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Premier Home Remodels is next, folks, and don't forget that they will give you a complete 3D rendering of what your kitchen will look like after the remodel. That's a special they've got going on right now, the month of July. Just call them and find them, by the way, klzradio.com or 720-619-8773. Premier Home Remodels takes a comprehensive approach when remodeling your kitchen, helping you thoroughly plan your project from beginning to end. Premier will help guide you through the process of your remodel in order to bring your vision to life so you can design a kitchen that will create lasting memories for you and your family. They will take photos and measurements of your current kitchen, creating a 3D reconstruction of your design that is exactly what you want. 
Premier considers every detail of your kitchen for its functionality and to assure your complete satisfaction. They are focused on your dream kitchen with your bottom line in mind, providing an overall customer experience at a higher level than other companies. A kitchen remodel will bring your family and friends together through entertainment and gathering. Premier is offering a 4th of July special where you will get a free kitchen design for the month of July. A $1,000 value. So go to klzradio.com slash remodel today to get your free 3D kitchen design now. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Okay, I said I was going to try to play for you the comment from Kamala Harris on the depopulation of things. So let me do this really quick. Let me get this up for Charlie, and it takes me a second because Twitter automatically plays, so i got to rewind. Here we go. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Okay, so you heard what she said there. She didn't stutter. I didn't stutter. She said, decrease population. The exact quote, when we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles, and reduce population, more of our children can can breathe clean air and drink clean water. I guess that means the rest of you that are old, see ya, sayonara, goodbye, you're done. Don't need you anymore. Unless I missed something with what she said there. To me, that was pretty clear, crystal actually clear on what she said. She didn't beat One of the few times, by the way, she wasn't laughing, cackling, or umming or awing. Frankly, one of her better presentations, if I may say so. Typically, she's stumbling all over the place and has no idea what she's saying. She was crystal clear in this one. Reduce population. Now, I'm not a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist. You all know that. But do I believe there are individuals, organizations even, that feel the earth is too populated? I've said that many, many times in this program. For 10 years straight, I've said that. So it's not a tinfoil hat thing on my end at all. I believe that sincerely that, yes, there are folks out there that feel 8 billion people on the planet is far too many. And there's some rumors out there that there's some organizations that want to see the earth populated with about 800,000 people is all. Or sorry, 800 million. Less than a billion. 800 million. Which to a lot of folks would seem, seem like a lot of people. Actually, the vastness of our earth, no, that's nothing. You're going to hear continually and have, I've heard this since I was a kid, Charlie's been hearing the same thing. Oh, the earth's far too populated. Too many people live here. Not enough resources. There's no way the earth can handle that. We're at 8 billion right now, and they say that according to the birth rates of nations and so on, because there's only but a few nations that are actually having an increased birth rate, and, you know, birth rate that can even sustain their economy. As a country gets below 2.3, it can't sustain its economy. We are 1.6. I looked the other day. We've dropped. We were 1.8 for the longest time. We're now 1.6. So even we've dropped. I do believe that's part of the master plan. That's why abortion's been such a big deal for so long. It's why transgenderism is becoming such a big deal now. If you transition from one 
gender to another, one sex to another, which really can't happen, but you know what I mean. If you transgender from one gender to another, transition from one gender to another, how, where does the kid thing happen? It probably isn't. I saw some disturbing thing over the weekend where there's some transgendered man, that's a female that wants to be a man. Am I saying that right, Charlie? Yes. No. Hang on. I got to make sure I say this correctly. I'm backwards. It was a transgendered man talking about, and I couldn't tell from the video and all of that what exactly with the you know where this was being directed to, but essentially there's a transgendered woman. That would be a man wanting to be a woman that wants to get a complete operation, have a uterus implant, and become the first transgender woman to have an abortion. That's a goal of an individual. Charlie, did you not see that? over? The, you didn't see that. I, I, I actually watched that over the weekend. And I know it gets confusing because that would have to be a transgender woman to have the surgery needed to have the uterus implant because men aren't born with uteruses, of course to then have an embryo implanted and then have it be aborted. That's the goal. That's, that's just sick and twisted and evil, by the way, folks. No other way to look at it. Go through all of that, have an embryo implanted into you, and then kill it. That's literally what you're doing with an abortion. Then kill it. I, I, I'm not sure when, by the way. I don't know if that's going to be shortly after it's implanted if it's 13 weeks, if it's 20 weeks, I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't get that part. I, I was so irritated about watching the whole thing as it was. And I was accused last week, and I don't know if it's a troll or whatever, but somebody on the text line basically said that I'm completely wrong in saying that transgenderism is a mental illness. No, I will, keep, I will stand by my word. What, what I just said, how could you look at that any other way? How could any person in their right mind do what I just said and not be mentally ill? You, you, a normal person, I'm sorry, doesn't think that way. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. I'm going to become a woman. I'm going to have a uterine transplant, and I'm going to be the first one to have an abortion that way. You're either a nut job or pure evil or both. I don't know which. Sorry. You, you, you just, it just does not make any sense at all. American National Insurance is up next. What does make sense is getting good insurance, being insured properly. And you do that with Paul Lewinberger, my good friend, and you sit down and have a conversation. He can save you across the board. 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. 
The best export we have is common sense. You're listening to Rush to Reason. By the way, Charlie just brought up something uh, very true. That, in my opinion, that particular individual, wanting to have a uterine transplant, have a baby then planted, an embryo planted, and then kill it is is premeditated murder, in my opinion. Plain and simple. There's no other explanation for it. In my opinion, you're a murderer flat out if that's the direction you're headed. And by the way, any doctor that would agree to do all of that ought to be stripped of his license or her license, period, straight up. I'll be back. Hour number two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.